Thank you for listening to Sports Unfolded here on Anchor. We want to thank Anchor for everything they've done. It is easy to use, so I suggest everybody get out there and make a podcast, put it on Anchor, and show it to the world. So once again, thank you for watching Sports Unfolded on Anchor. Thank you very much. Hope to hear from you soon. Hey, welcome to Sports Unfolded, episode 33. Ron? That's right. Crazy, man. That's right. Crazy. I got a lot to say today. Yeah, we've got, we've got a lot to cover. <laughs> i got a lot uh, to say. Uh, we're going to lead right off with the uh, New England Patriots, and they're facing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and obviously the return of Tom Brady to uh, Foxborough. So what are your expectations for this game? Uh, well, to be honest, I expect them to get beat pretty bad. But, you know, it's like like people are talking and nobody has high expectations and a win. Yeah. Let's let's say that right now. But you know, Belichick does know Brady. And if there's anybody that's out there that can devise some sort of a plan to try to contain him and also look at the video from the Los Angeles Rams. Now, I'm assuming, and you should never do that. Go ahead. You should never do that. But I'm guessing that they looked at that video, how the Rams played them. And believe me, we are not the Rams. (laughs) (laughs) But you can implement some of that stuff according to what you have in hopes that contain them. But then, you know, Tom Brady says, Hey, Richard, you want to come play for us? <laughs> sure. Yeah, so Find Richard Sherman. Um, I don't know how effective he'll be, obviously, since he's hasn't played in quite some time. But I started to look at this. Realistically, the Patriots have a chance. So Tampa's Tampa's eighth ranked offense, right? They scored 28.7 points a game. But they're 27th overall defensively. They give up 29.3 points a game. They have the second worst against the pass. They've given up the second most yards passing in the league. Hmm. He is, can they devise a good enough passing game to honestly utilize that to their advantage? I don't know. That's that's going to be the key. Can Mac Jones be what we need Mac Jones to be this week? It has, it has nothing to do with whether Mac Jones can do those things. Because we saw what happened once the Patriots were up against it and they had to open it up and let him throw down there. And he could do it. Yeah. And he did do it. He had a he had a good game once they let him play. And it's all up to whether or not they're going to let him play. We're not expecting him to be Tom. But if you can control the game clock and you know, control the pace of the game and get those first downs when and the big plays when you need them. I, I mean, you know how I feel. Yeah, so this is the thing, though. See, I, I'm starting to think the other way, right? Why try to run the ball and just try to go through that process? Sling it. Just throw right. the ball. They can't, they can't stop the pass, right? It's going to slow us down, I think, trying to run the ball. I mean, obviously, you throw a run here and there. You got to do that. Right. But but let's let's utilize what we have. 
Yeah, Angela none of this, none of this seventy-five percent run kind of crap. Yeah, it's got to, they've got to change it up this week. I'd go sixty forty. You're not going to be able to run against Tampa too much. You just keep them honest. But let the kid throw. Yeah, exactly. That's what that's what we've been saying for three weeks now. Yeah. Now, will the egos of the coaches block that? That's the question. Yeah, the key is, though, if you look at the numbers, I mean, realistically, you're not going to run against them. Jackie, thanks for joining. So if that's your game plan going in is we're going to try to run the ball, control the clock, when you know you can't, but you know you can throw the ball and have success right. with it because everybody else has. Right. Hopefully, I, I, I would assume, look, I'm not a coach, and I'm smart enough to know that if that's their biggest weakness, and we always say Belichick tries to take away their best player – and use their weaknesses against them. I would expect Mac Jones to throw 50 to 55 times in this game. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be that high, but I think as long as you take your shots downfield, that's going to open up a lot of things, especially if you connect on one of those, especially early. Look, I wouldn't even mind first play out of the gate. Mac Jones goes for like 25 yards down, you know, go for it. I mean, what do you got to lose? Like, everybody's thinking you're going to give up, like, 40, 50 points in this game because they don't think that you have a chance. And, I mean, what are we scoring every week? 10? Yeah, we're averaging 18 points. 18 18, points. Yeah. So, it's like... Average. So, not very good. No. No. And it's because they're just keeping, keeping everything contained with these little plays and it's like it's killing the Patriots because you know Tampa Bay is going to come in and first play Tampa Bay is going to have eight men in that box and they are expecting a run and they are going to stuff it and that's how they're going to play unless you open it up and if that first play if they're doing that you got to go you got to go for it you got to go for it yeah. I think I think key to right let's let's get Jonu Smith involved early because he's probably a head case right now think about it Right? How many balls did he drop last week? I know right? of like, three. <laughs> let him get that first. Hopefully, he gets that first catch though, and it yep. uh, it helps open it so he feels more comfortable and he gets off that ruck. He's a very talented player. You know what I mean? So he we're is. going to the lead off afterwards. Yeah, Brady versus Belichick. We were we are doing that after. Um, but I, I look at it this way too. We're fifth overall defensively, so we're giving up the the fifth least amount of yards. So as a as a defense. You've got to see what Bel- Belichick knows. The one thing, to, to your point, what Brady doesn't like. He doesn't like pressure up the middle. He doesn't like to have to move around, right? If he can create some of that, they're, they're very good at blitzing. They have a blitz, you know, Judon, yeah. Hightower. Hightower is going to be more involved in this game than yeah, he has been. That's what I was just going to say, Eric. Like, I have no problem with what Judon's doing. And I have no uh, no problem with what Bentley is doing. You know, um, I can't remember. Wise, he's playing yeah. well. Hightower has to show up this year. Has has to be has to be a player this week. And if he's not, uh, they're 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 yeah. they're doomed because he's got he's very sneaky when he's blitzing. Yeah. He, he finds it just right. You know, let let's make sure that they're utilizing that piece. Um, secondary obviously is going to have their hands full. Uh, Antonio Brown got activated, but Gronk may not play. So now they're saying that Gronk is a game time decision. But it's doubtful that he'll play. One that I'm helps. actually glad, even though he's on my fantasy team, yeah. I don't want Gronk. I don't want to have to put Gronk in my lineup 
And if he's not playing, that is that's the comfort zone right there for Brady. Yeah. You know, yes, I know they have Evans. Yes, I know they have Antonio Brown. But the comfort zone is Gronk. He had, what, two touchdowns last week? Yeah. Or the week before. I don't remember yeah, what it was. Before. Yeah. But he's got he's got at least three. Yeah, and, and to me, I don't know if I like the move. I don't know if I like the idea that he's not going to play because I'm thinking this way too, though. I could feel Brady trying to force a couple to him just because it's in New England and he wants to get, you know, the Gronk. Oh, yeah, he wants he wants Gronk to be in this game so that way he can get a touchdown. Right? That's what so, Brady is thinking. So that, that may help the defense because they, they don't know. You know what I mean? I'm sure they're going to, you know, look, he's going to Gronk here. Yeah, you know, right. just because he's going to force one, maybe we get a turnover. You know, um, obviously we'll do our prediction later, but we did. Um, I did a Facebook poll, and currently, thirty-one out of the uh, fifty-three have predicted Tampa Bay to win. I'm still really? a little shocked. I've expected more, so thirty-one to twenty-two right now. Wow! And I was not expecting New England to get that many. So, true diehard Patriot fans, man, they're gonna they're gonna go to the end. I I, I honestly don't think it's going to be a blowout. Let's ask this question to people in Tampa Bay. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm sure they <laughs> they're probably laughing on the way to the to their their local establishments to watch the game. So Brady, I think what sixty seven yards and he passes the all time pass. Yeah. So he's gonna go to New England. It's killing me that it, he's gonna right. do it here. And you know it's, it's gonna me. go up on the scoreboard and the crowd's gonna go wild. Yep. But I ask the fans this: If you're a true Patriot fan, they need to make sure that when he's on, right, make it difficult for him. Let's not make this easy. Let's make sure we show that we're still the New England Patriots. The only way we're going to get that aura back and become that team again is if they understand that that the time has changed, and well, hopefully they do that. It is possible he doesn't get that 67 yards. Yeah. Okay. What do you I'm think? Just Look, I'm just saying injuries going low. all the time. There we go. You know, you I don't want to jinx him. <laughs> no, no, you, I'm sure you, you know, I, I love Don Brady, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just saying. Could, just saying. could happen. Possibly happen. Have Any given Sunday, right? Any given Sunday. That's right. So let's move on to some more NFL. Great talk on the Pats there, by the way. Um but Thursday night, the game between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Jacksonville Jaguars was another good game. These Thursday night games have been very good so far. Yes, yeah, surprisingly. Again, and you look at some of the right? matchups, you're like, ooh, why do I, I want to watch this? But they've been good low. games. Very good game. So it's, uh, Bengals won uh, 24-21 on the last second field goal. Yep. Um, what are some of your takeaways? RTS, thanks for joining. Um, My biggest takeaway is Joe Burrows for real. Yes. Like, I, I, I thought I, he looked he looked so calm. Collective, he has a nice, a nice spiral on his yeah. passes. Yeah. Like accurate. I mean, there is a lot to like about this guy. So the funny thing is, I think when we did our preview show, NFL preview show, right, and even when we did the draft show, we talked about them not getting him an offensive lineman and, and how, uh, you know, they were going to regret it. And I mean, they're doing well. The offensive that line wide receiver, awesome. that wide receiver pickup. I mean, LSU connection. It worked. Yeah, it did. Yep. So we were wrong on that one. I didn't. I didn't expect to see that. And I mean, well, the kid looks good. I mean, because like you look at that offensive line, you don't. You didn't expect how good they'd be playing together. And I think that is a big part of 
everything. You know, those players, whether they're playing above their talent, I don't think they are. I think this is just talent that has just gradually gotten better and they're getting used to a system. I mean, let's face it, Cincinnati has changed, you know. Yeah, numerous times. Coaches, numerous times. I know. And so, Joe Burrow last, uh, last night, 20, 25 of 32, so it's only seven incompletions, 348 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Threw the ball to eight different receivers. Eight different receivers had receptions. Yep. It, got the tight end involved. Got Chase involved, right? So they, they, I mean, it was it was awesome. It was it was great. That second half was just amazing. So amazing. I, I'm I'm starting to I'm starting to believe in the Bengals. Yeah, little by little, I'm starting well, to believe. Three that, and one. I mean, right? It's not bad. Not bad at all. What about the Jags? Though, what do you think? Zero uh, four now. Trevor Lawrence uh, still hasn't gotten a win. Uh, didn't throw any touchdowns in this game. Urban Myers looks like he's a guy that, you know what I mean, you took his dog outside and, and you know what I mean, and kicked it a few times. It. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I don't – he just looked emotionally <clears throat> drained. Look, I I, I think um, this team doesn't know how to win. And they played very well in that first half. I was surprised how well. Yep, they were 14 um, I mean, Lawrence – is a pretty good quarterback from what I see, and I think he could have a bright future. But if they don't start winning games, it's going to get in his head. And I think that they're going to be in for a rough season because this team does not know how to win yet. Because they play well, and they can keep it close for a little while, and then it just slips away, and they take a loss from something that could have been a win. Yeah. And this is already the uh, second time this year. I am truly hoping that Kenny is watching today because when he did our NFL preview show and he talked about Trevor Lawrence being the next Tom Brady with the long hair and all this stuff, Kenny, this is for you, buddy. You called that one wrong. And you've called the Detroit Lions wrong so far, which brings us to our next segment here. <laughs> so of these 0-3 teams, the, the Jets, the Colts, the Giants, and the Lions – which one has the best chance this week of at least getting their first win? All right. Um, I at first was thinking the Colts because they have Jacoby Brissett as their quarterback. Uh -huh. But then I heard the Titans are going to be without their two main guys on offense. <laughs> uh, Brown and uh, Julio Jones possibly could be out. But, again, you run the ball with Derrick Henry. You don't need uh, – I know. So, so it I, I don't see a, the Jets defense stopping Henry. It gives them a little opening for a possible upset. I still don't think I still don't think that that Wilson's gonna be able to not throw a pick against that defense. <laughs> so I'm expecting at least two turnovers at least. So I'm gonna say the Colts do have the best chance, but I'm not sure any of them are gonna get that win. I like the Lions at the Bears. Yeah, I was looking at that, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think I think Matt Maggie, Ron, you called this week six. I think week six, week week eight by by week eight, he's out. Maggie's out. If he loses this game, he's fired. So I truly I, believe I mean, that. To me, that's that. This is the one for the picking right now. Pick the Lions. Oh, it is the one. For I, the I just don't. They're they're in trouble. The Bears. They're, they they yeah, don't know. Yeah. They might. Andy Dalton might come back and play this week, and he does got. He's got a bum knee. Look, I think. I think they 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 really handled the quarterback situation really poorly. 
Um, and now it almost seems like the team doesn't even play for Justin Fields. Yeah, I mean, oh, that's the way bad. it looks to me. That's you know the way what? it looks to me. I could I can say this. I think he opened his mouth too early. That yeah, first yeah. preseason game, and he's like, Oh, how slow everything is, and blah, blah, blah. And and yeah, you know, and, and then I think his team just like, oh, if it's that easy, yeah, try try this, and he's getting tattooed. Yeah. But what about week four? Any matchups that you're really looking forward to this week? This well, Sunday or there's Monday? actually six games that I okay. looked at that are really intriguing. All right. I got um, four. Obviously, obviously, the one that everybody's going to talk about is Arizona and Los Angeles Rams. Right. It has to I be. I mean, that's, that's a yeah. gimmick. Both 3 0. Some, something's got to give this week. Right. But you also look at the other game in that division, Seattle and San Francisco. Yep. Also big because what are they both? Uh, are they yeah. two and one? Or uh, San Seattle's one, and one two? And, Yes. So Seattle needs to win, but the yes, uh, you know the Forty Nine is coming off of uh, a, a loss here. That they, they might be hungry to make sure they get back because they know and it's you at can't San lose much Francisco. It's at San Francisco too. If if, if Seattle, they're three games down already in that in the division because whatever team wins against Arizona and the Rams, obviously will be four and zero. So you're three right. games down already. It's going to be very hard to make that up. Um, other games that I was looking at, uh, Raiders and the Chargers. Yeah, I love that game. That's going to be a great game. That is big because, you know, now you have Kansas City pushed down. Yeah. Both these teams want to stay above Kansas City. Um, if the Raiders can go 4-0 and and beat the Chargers, that is huge for them. Yes. But that's a tall task, and I still think the Chargers are going to win that game and take command of that division for now. So I, I think to your point, right? Are the Raiders for real? Yeah. Um, this is going to be a this going to be a big test, right? We're looking at the Chargers, who just beat the Chiefs, who is supposed yep. to be the the top echelon in that division. If the Raiders can beat them, that puts the Raiders, in my eyes, as the best team in that division currently. Yeah. But I don't think that's. And then obviously happen. they still have Kansas City, but yeah, I mean, I, to me, and then is San, is uh, Los Angeles for real? Right, right. If they can win this game, you know what I mean. It just goes to prove that they're they're a contender in the uh, American oh, yeah. football. Oh yeah. Um, and then the uh, the other three games are you know Panthers and Cowboys. Yep, I have that one as well. Uh, and I really want to see. Listen, are the Cowboys are the Cowboys that team? Right and are are the Panthers really a true three and zero team? This is their right. first real test. They haven't really beaten anybody that that uh, no. is good. Right. So here's your chance. Right. You want everybody to to shut up and say they're for real. Here's your chance to prove it because the Cowboys have looked very good in their two wins. Yeah. And even if they they lost to Tampa, that was a very good game. They played and very well. Wouldn't it be awesome if that division can actually have a team with a winning record? Yeah, so, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that would be that would be different. Yeah, that would that would be. Um, uh, Baltimore and Denver. I have that um, one as well. Wow, look at us. Like, this is more on Denver than anything because I think they're overachieving right now. Absolutely, hundred like, percent. I, 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 I was going to say it. I don't see this team hanging yeah, in no. um, de despite all the woes that Baltimore has gone through. I still think Baltimore wins this game 
in you know Denver, and, and I don't I don't see it's going to be close. I don't. But think if, it's the, be close. if the Broncos can pull this off, if they can, they go to four right. and zero. The Raiders or the Chargers are going to lose, right? It gives them. I mean, at least yeah. in again in that division, you start. I know it's four weeks in. We're we're talking all right, but getting two three games on a team, yeah, sometimes is big. Yeah. So if the Raiders and Denver both go to four and zero, oh, Kansas City now is in trouble. They're two because, games back. No, it would be three games back. Well, if they lose Kansas City. Well, yeah, if they lose. All yeah, right, that's then. right. Yeah, if they lose. But then. Yeah. What's your other two? What else do you got? And the last one that I was looking at, it is more for, I don't know, pure enjoyment of seeing just what happens is Pittsburgh at Green Bay. <laughs> wow. Oof. And, and the only reason is because, look, I had high hopes for Pittsburgh, but Ben looks tired and old mm-hmm. and slow and incapable of finding anyone open. And I this this to me is the end of his career. Yeah, and it, it's gonna end it? earlier than what the seventeen game yeah, says. I mean he's taken a beating in his career and he's he's he gone is. through numerous injuries. I give him credit for even coming back, but this team we knew, right? Offensively they were gonna struggle. That line is four out of the five are brand new. We knew that was yep, going to happen. Yep. They can't run the ball because they don't have a line to block. They can't throw the ball because Ben's yeah. not getting enough time to to even, uh, you know what I mean, blow his nose. So I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it, it looks ugly. It looks ugly. And, like, we're seeing him age and wilt away right in front of our eyes. It's like there's no there's no doubt right now. This this needs to be his last season. And how long does, does Pittsburgh hang on to it? Look, if they they lose three or four in a row here, do you just make a change and say, look, put Dwayne Haskins in, let the kid look, you know, see what you got? Because you're gonna have to start to look at a future quarterback and what do, what do you got right now because Ben's look, definitely not going to be around next year I, I, I get a feeling I get a feeling within the next couple of games they're not going to have a choice because I, I really don't think Ben is going to make it very much longer I don't think he will I, I don't think him. he will I, agree. I, think it, I think you're right on that you're spot on and that's the only reason why I want to watch that game <laughs> yeah. no, hey. to see when it happens yeah right eventually <laughs> we know it's like you know how the movie ends, but you just you, you still you know you want to be shocked, like oh I can't believe it happened. So yeah. we'll have to see how that goes. All right, my friend, we're going on to our triple play. And our triple play, uh, if you bring up that graphic, oh, what do you I think am. of this halftime show? I am excited. I am too. Like, I, I cannot is... believe the NFL has finally is... decided to bring you know real <laughs> artists back. Not that anybody wasn't a real artist, but you know. Right? The- Look, Family you friendly. Know, you know the guy that has to press the button for each oh, leap. He yes. is sweating his butt off right now. It's like, oh my god, oh my Ooh, god, I'm gonna get yeah. fired. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna yeah, miss no. something because I don't know what it means. Yeah. So one audio guy, you're like, oh man. Yeah, you know that guy is like like 65 years old. He's been yeah. working for the NFL forever. Yeah, and he's just got that one button. Boop. <laughs> Boop. Wait, Here what did you up. say? Oh, hey, I don't know what that is, and it's oh, bad. You awesome. know what I'm saying? That's it's bad. Awesome. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna do something a little different. We're actually gonna do a triple play on the three artists 
or three of the artists, and we're going to rank who we would start, bench, and cut. So obviously who we really want to see, who would be that second person, and who's that one person that, if we didn't. And this was a tough one. So we're going to go between Eminem, Dr. Dre, and Snoop Dogg. I don't even know. Like, I don't know. I have no clue. This is a tough one. So I start this week. Uh, correct? Yes, I do. I believe I start. Yes. So uh, Eminem is one of my favorite hip-hop artists of all time. As soon as they announced it yesterday, I was like, I ran upstairs, you know, talked to the family. I was like, Eminem is going to be on the halftime show. Like, I was so excited. He's my starter. He's going to be the guy I'm, I'm definitely wanting to see. And I want to see if, uh, to your point, that guy misses a button or two. Uh, so that's going to be fun because <laughs> – there's not many songs Eminem can probably pull off where there's not some, you know, explicit lyrics in there. So that'll be fun. I'm benching Dr. Dre again, back the NWA days. Uh, you know, the things he's done with them. I, I'm looking forward to the two of them being on stage and, and just what kind of magic they can create. I think that should be fun. Dr. Dre, my number two. Tough cut, though. Snoop Dogg. Can't go wrong, man. Coolest of the cool. You know, D-O-double-G, I can't wait. Um, this, I'm more excited about, not because I don't expect New England to be in the Super Bowl anyway. I'm very excited about this halftime show. This is going to be one of the better ones that we've had in probably the last five to ten years. Wait, you don't like all those 90-year-old rock stars that are yeah, still yeah, yeah. trying still. to sing? Still, yeah. I mean, Shakira and uh, J-Lo was pretty good, but I mean, that whole other reasons. They are up, my friend. Okay, so uh, this was this is still difficult, and and by no means am I going to slight any of them because personally, I want them all to start. Um, I do have to go with Eminem. I, I like look. I mean, it's, it's Eminem. Eminem. It's Eminem. <laughs> you know, it's like just just for the pure fact at that guy that's got to press those buttons. <laughs> I mean, fun. that's going to be enjoying enjoyful, like just yeah. to see that happen, to see how this works without any of them lighting up that yeah. that swear jar. <laughs> <laughs> So they should just put like a big, huge barrel out there. And as they say, they just drop in a dollar bill and then yeah. donate it. <laughs> so Eminem, definitely number one. He's the starter. Um, look, Dr. Dre has done so much for for rappers and hip hop. You know, like he produces so much. He's yes. got his hands in on almost everything, it seems. But like you said, Snoop Dogg is the coolest of the cool. I have to put him in there. We got we to gotta just sit back, share some uh, Coronas and, and right. some Doritos <laughs> and, and go for a ride in his, his uh, low rider that he's got that purple that purple yeah. road little rider and, and, like it's snoop dog it's snoop I, I can't i can't not have him there so he has to be on my bench the the three collabos though right like all three of them have done music together yeah 
Um, so I, I, just fun. And then Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige. I mean, it's it's such a good. Like if we would have five of them, the only yeah. one that I would probably cut would be Kendrick. Yeah. That yeah, would be yeah, it. Yeah. And he's Somebody good. has to get cut. Yeah. So yeah. there'd be like two starters and then two on the bench and then one goes home. I love R&B. I love hip hop. You put it all there. Mary J is going to kill it as well. I think it's, it's going to be a great show. Touch up on one. I can't wait. And, can't wait. and look, I saw an interview with Dre and Snoop and they're promising to have a great show. And I got a feeling that they might be able to pull it, pull it off without the cussing. I don't know about yeah, Eminem, but those two definitely can. And I'm, we know I'm, Mary J Blige can. So yes. like, look, I mean, this is going to be, it's it's look. Most of the football players probably listen to that music anyway, yeah. and that's what they should be doing: is playing music for those players and the general fans of the NFL, and that's a big part of it. So yeah, I think uh, one of my favorite memes I've seen so far come out of this: What if your your team's down by like three touchdowns in the Super Bowl? Eminem's going to be doing a halftime show, and he's singing "Not Afraid." And you know how many people are going to be like, I am afraid right now. <laughs> like, I'm not afraid. Yes, you are. Yeah, but that could, right just now. think about right. how that could pump somebody up. Right? It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Can't wait. Once again, if you're joining us, we're live on Rhode Island Broadcasting. We're on every Friday night at 6 p.m. We're on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Follow us on Twitch on Rhode Island underscore broadcasting. Uh, you know, send subscriptions, send bits. Uh, if you subscribe, Ron's got keychains that we're going to give out of your favorite team. So make sure you subscribe. Very important, right? We can continue to do all these great shows on Rhode Island Broadcasting. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Sports Unfolded, at Broadcasting RI on Twitter, and then Sports underscore Unfolded on Instagram. Very happy to announce that we are now on Amazon Podcast as well. So we got Amazon, Anchor, Google, and Spotify. So many different ways to listen to us if you can't watch. So make sure you tune in, subscribe to those as well. And we'll we'll definitely make sure that uh, we appreciate all the fans out there. Absolutely. And everybody that joins us live. So we've got RTS, Jackie, Angelo. Thanks for joining tonight. Um, let's talk about some uh, Major League Baseball, my friend. What do you think? This Again, is, it is different this week than what we what we had we the last five it, right? weeks. We expected it. Yeah, we expected but we expected that. it to be different, but we didn't expect this different. Right. Unreal. So Major League Baseball, it's um, yeah, it's so the National League's wrapped up. So we'll discuss that afterwards. But uh, let's talk about the American League right now. And that race is going to come down to the wire. There's still um, three games left for every team and every team's still alive right now out of these four. So the New York Yankees currently hold the uh, the first part. They're two games up. Uh, They face Tampa Bay starting tonight for a three game set. They got to win one of two, a one of three. Sorry. So if they win one of three, realistically, they're in. And I'll tell you, they probably will win one. Uh, maybe the third game, because you know Tampa Bay is not going to play anybody in that third game. Yeah. So I think that's a benefit. Yankees are uh, seven and nine uh, this season against Tampa. So it's not like Tampa's killed them. Right, they stayed competitive. Um, they did. I think the last game they played, though, they lost fourteen nothing to them. So hopefully you don't see that. Hopefully um, we do. Yeah, 
Well, let's talk about the Red Sox now who are how are you losing to Baltimore at this point? Two, right? Two out of three, they lost to Baltimore? How are you losing to Baltimore? 107 losses for Baltimore, and you lose a couple to them in must-win situations? Are you serious? If they would have taken two of those, there would be pretty much – it would be done. Mm-hmm. So they're playing the Nats, the Nationals, Washington Nationals, three-game set. Boston, obviously, they, they haven't played them this year, but they're thirteen and four against the National League. Looks mm-hmm. good. They've they've played well against the National League team. So yeah, um, but it's in Washington, mm-hmm. right? So pitches half the bat. So mm-hmm. that takes a bat out of the lineup for Boston. But um, what about the Mariners? They're tied as well. So they're both in that second spot. They face the Angels for three games. Angels seventy five and eighty four. Seattle's ten and six against them this season. So, how do you feel? Do you think the Mar- who expected that? All I got a feeling. I got a feeling there's going to be a play-in for the play-in. There very well could be. It looks like it's starting to head that way, which is amazing. Because if you think about it, a few weeks ago, even last week, right, we were more talking about Boston, New York, and Toronto. What's, what's do we know what the head-to-head is? Because that might be the deciding factor. And if it comes down to that, I thought Boston. Has beaten them. I, I can, we can check. We'll we'll look at it. Obviously, we'll we'll know soon enough. There's three games left. So after this weekend, yeah, American League. So Toronto's a game back. They face Baltimore, who obviously just beat Boston two out of three. Right. But, so uh, eleven and five this season against them. Again, like Toronto comes in if they sweep Baltimore, which is what the Red Sox should have done, then we wouldn't have this conversation. Um. If Toronto sweeps and, you know, Red Sox and Seattle both win two, then we have a three-way tie. What the hell do they do about that? <laughs> Major League Baseball, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> because it's, tell it's, me, that's not that's not going through their heads right now. It's like, oh, my God, we're going to have a three-way tie. What the hell do we do? Then you have to have a round robin one-way game yeah. just to get into the playing game. I, I, oh. <laughs> so many scenarios right now. It's a mess. Yankees, Yankees got to win one. <laughs> what if the Yankees win one and then wouldn't that technically? Yes. So then all four teams could be tied. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that oh, could man. happen. Oh, that man. could happen. Wow. And, and I actually think Yankees will win one. Yeah, so I wow. How about the National League? So the National League, Angelo, thanks for still hanging out with us. We appreciate it. So Atlanta Braves clinched the East, 86 and 72. The Milwaukee Brewers clinched the Central, 95 and 64. I told you. St. Louis got the wild card, right? 89 and 70. The West hasn't been decided yet. There's two game difference. So I think after today, depending on how it finishes, doesn't matter. It's either going to be L.A. or San Francisco. Yeah. All right. So I did some research on the playoff format. Um, It is, in fact, going to be that wild card winner will play the number one team in, you know, their leagues. So Tampa Bay has already clinched, you know, that one spot. Yeah. So they will play whatever four – you know, whatever comes yeah, out of that yeah. four, they will play that team. 
um, Houston and Chicago, they are playing each other. It's just the matter of where. Yeah. Um, and like you said, it's either going to be San Francisco or LA will have imagine to play this. The Cardinals, right? Cardinals. And imagine right. it, right? There's a team that's going to have 105 wins, possibly playing in a one game playoff. Right. And then if they, they have to play that. the other team. Yeah, but if they lose is... that team, they're done. Right. You won 105 games, you're going to be out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't game. that great? Isn't I, that oh. great? St. Louis is like loving this. He's like, oh my I, God. I don't, I don't know you if know? I can do it, my friend. I don't know. That would be heartbreaking. But, but think about LA or San Francisco. No, you know, if they either one wins, they have to play each other to go on to the, you know, the the National League Championship. So one of those teams won't be playing for the championship. Yeah. Yeah. So I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's going to be fun. Milwaukee and Atlanta are going to play each other no matter what. Fun three, fun three days. Yeah, I think maybe we'll do a sports unfolded uh, postseason show once baseball makes their decision. This is it's going to be a crazy down. ride. It's going to be a crazy, crazy ride. ride. My friend, it's a pick and roll time. Pick and roll. Pick and roll. So we've been doing a couple of these. So we're going to do <laughs> a thirty third show. We are going to do the best number thirty three. So I mean, there's a couple numbers on this. Some guys up there that I really liked. Look at all those numbers. You could do a number four. Oh, Sean Kemp, Nowitzki. Look 39 at is a good one. Right? 39. Yeah, right? <laughs> Ostertag, yes. Well, so, yeah, maybe not Ostertag, but <laughs> <laughs> but there's some so, players out there for 39. So here's our number 33s. And I know you had some debates, so I think you're going to add some guys, if, if I'm correct here. But this is who we had. Go ahead. Frank Robinson. Larry Bird, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Patrick Ruau, Scotty Pippen. Wait, wait, wait. Let's back that up. Show a little. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and you wait till October 11th when we do our uh, hockey preview show. And oh, yeah. You're going to name I butcher. <laughs> I butcher them all. You're definitely going to host that one and say all the names. Um, Scotty Pippen and then Patrick Ewan. Yeah. All right. So okay, I'm first. So, wait. I'll go ahead. Where you going to go? Before you go, go, there are two players that I was thinking, hey, maybe they should be included. So my first thought is number 33, Boston Bruins, Sedanio Chara. I looked at his numbers. He has 207 goals, 666. So he has to play another year because you don't want to end at 666. Um. And, you know, the numbers are the plus 293, as we've already yeah. discussed about him. Uh, one championship, one Norris trophy, and seven All-Star games wasn't enough to be in this. Okay. Well, and the other guy I brought up was Tony Dorsett. Yeah. Who, you know, 12,739 yards, 77 TDs, one championship, four Pro Bowls, and one All-Pro um, not enough to be on the list. So I did research okay. and I, I tried it. to find somebody else and I couldn't. Couldn't do it. All right. So I give you credit on this one. All right. All right. Wow. <laughs> We're gonna have that to. That doesn't happen that. often. Yeah, this is gonna stay recorded. I might have to clip that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So at number six, I had Patrick Ewing. So eleven-time All Star. 
Averaged 21 points a game, 9.8 rebounds, 1.9 assists. Never won an MVP, didn't win a championship. Uh, was a great player for the Knicks. Um, one of the better, better centers um, back in the day when the centers actually uh, were a different breed. You know, with Akeem and, and Dikembe and Shaq and Alonzo Mourning. Uh, you know, just those guys with Ewing. So he was a, a key part of that. But out of this group, definitely not uh, the top 33. And number five, I had Scottie Pippen. He was a seven-time All-Star. Six-time champ, but we know why he got six of those championships. Average 16.1 <laughs> points a game, so realistically not like a barn burner. I mean, it wasn't like, wow, I thought he would average more than that. 6.4 rebounds and 5.2 assists. So, okay numbers. Nothing that, that wowed me. Nothing that jumped off the page. At number four, I had Patrick Rao. Ruau. Ruau. Why do I keep messing this up? Patrick Wah. Patrick Wah. Six-time All-Star, four-time champ, 551 wins, second all-time for a goalie, 66 shutouts in the top 20 in shutouts all-time, 2.54 goals against. But I started to look at some of the other guys that were above him on, on some of the categories, and, I mean, he was a very good goalie, very good goalie. But um, out of this group, I thought some of these other guys definitely stood out more in their sport. At number three, and this one hurt me, Larry Bird. <laughs> Hurt me. Twelve-time All-Star, three-time champ, three-time MVP, twenty-four point three points per game, ten rebounds, six point three assists. So, averaged a double-double for his career. I mean, six over six assists. Um, you think about those great Celtic teams. Obviously, they wouldn't have been even nearly as close if it wasn't for Larry Bird. Um, but the other two guys just, to me, just stood out more in their sport. So, at number two, I had Frank Robinson. And his numbers are really good. Um, every time we do these, it's you start to look at things. I'm going, wow, you know, like, I, right? 14-time All-Star, two-time champ, two-time MVP. He won a Triple Crown. He batted 294 for his career, 586 home runs, 1,812 RBIs. I mean, some really good numbers. Um, so you think about, you know, just what he did for the sport of baseball. Um, to me, definitely one of the better 33s. But at number one, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, man. And I think we've done this a couple times, and it was tough between him and Magic when we did the five Lakers, right? 19-time All-Star, six-time champ, six-time MVP. Six times. 24.6 points per game, 11.2 rebounds, 3.6 assists. But you think about how long he lasted, and then the skyhook. Like, that will forever be a signature move in the NBA and it was Kareem. He was the best 33 on my book out of these top out of these six. <sighs> Go ahead. Okay. Patrick Wah, I'm sure is higher than fourth. I will guarantee that. Don't be so sure. Okay. Number six. I have Patrick Ewing. Um to me. Could have left him off the list. Yeah. Like, I couldn't put Chara or Dorset ahead of him, but nothing wowed, I, I, nothing wowed me. Yeah. Three time defensive player of the year, uh, 11 all stars, all great, 21 points, 9.8, 1.9 assists, you know, 
Great for a center. Didn't dominate in the middle like some other centers did at that time. Um, but no championships. Mm -hmm. I mean, that that speaks volumes. Uh, number five kind of also didn't wow me either. Like you said, only 16.1 points. Like that surprised me. Yeah, and I, I really looked at that know. and it's like, oh, well, maybe he'll make it up somewhere else. But it was 6.4 rebounds and 5.2 assists. So he didn't really make it up anywhere else. Yeah. He won six championships, but we know who won those championships. Yes. Like we know who did. Scotty was a number two. He was not a number one. And I actually should have put him at number six because at least Patrick Ewing was a number one. <sighs> number four. It sounds familiar. Patrick. <laughs> Patrick. <laughs> and look, I love his numbers. I love his numbers. And if he was any other number, he might have been higher. <laughs> you know, but. He's stuck behind those guys that are ahead of him, like 551 <laughs> wins. That's insane. And yeah. he's played for bad teams that yeah. were in front of him and still won. Uh, like the save percentage, 0. 0.910. Like that, that was great for his time period because there was a lot of goals being scored. Like he had to play against players like Gretzky, Messier, you know, like – Mario, like yeah. <laughs> that's not easy. Um, it's a lot easier now. <laughs> uh, the 66 shutouts, most of the players that are in the league, the all time leaders in shutouts, played like a million years ago. Yeah. Well, the funny so, thing is, I, I just want to try to say, so as I was looking at that, Tuka Rask actually has 52. So if you look at like he's yeah. 14 away from it, so that, I don't know the shutout thing. I thought it no. would be higher up in the in the all time. No, you got to look at that that save percentage. That means yeah. a lot because yeah. that's like if you're going to get pelted with like thirty some shots a game, you know, back in the like eighties and nineties, you're you're earning those shots. Um, four time championship. I mean, yeah. in the NHL, it is so hard to win. It is grueling, and he carried the team. Three times he won the Conn Smythe Trophy, which is the playoff MVP. Yeah. So he's won that three times. Uh, five times Jennings, which is awarded to the team that the goaltending tandem gets, you know, the lowest goals against. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was him. And then three Vesna trophies for the best goaltender yeah. on the planet. Um, he had great numbers. I mean, one of the best all time. I put him in top three easily, probably number two behind Terry Sawchuk. And that goes back a long way because that guy was outstanding. So number three, sounds familiar, Larry Bird. This one hurt. I thought he was going to be my number right. one. <laughs> it's exactly the same, right, so far? Yep. Uh, Larry Bird, I mean, what – I mean – Look, you, you don't even have to look at the numbers. Like, look, there were two players that really dominated the league back then. Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. Yep. Like, 
That's all you need to know. It was Bird or Johnson winning the championship. That's what it seemed like to me. And he was just a great player. Like, I could only imagine what it would be like for him to play in this this day and age. Oh, uh, dude, he, he probably – his numbers would be through the roof because it's all about shooting now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Such a different, and, it, and you can't you – can't, think about the, the – just the toughness. Yeah. You, you know, back then, I mean, Bill and Lambert. Watch, yeah, like right? you, you throw all those intangibles in. Larry Bird had all of it. He had all of it. And, you know, there, there will never, there will be, never be another guy like that in no. Boston. Never. Um, number two, Frank Robinson. Hey, we had the same list. Yes, wow. we did. So Frank Robinson, I mean, Look, 586 home runs. I mean, you know what you have to do to get 586 home runs. And then you throw in the time period that he was in and what he had to endure being black. Yep. I mean, this guy was just a machine. 294 average for a power hitter. I mean. I mean, not, back then, like, yeah. you know, when you hit 256 and you mashed like 30, 40 home runs, like a Gorman Thomas kind of thing, that's what you get. No, Frank Robinson could actually play the game everywhere, yeah. you know, whether it's in the field, at the plate, in the dugout, because he also managed and had a huge career for that, too. And like all of these things added up. And you even get a gold glove out of them. Yep. And it's not easy to win a gold glove in baseball. You have so many teams, and it seems like they give like these Pro Bowls and stuff like that to everybody. Seems like that's like you yeah. get like fifty guys that get this. <laughs> uh, number one, of course, <laughs> Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Like you said, we compared him to Magic. You remember how tough that one was? Yeah, that was that was difficult. That Lakers one, and I was we we both uh, struggled with that. I mean, nineteen All Star games yeah. and six championships, six MVPs. Like, come that's on, cool. six MVPs. Like, that's in that's craziness. Yeah. That's craziness. Like, how who wins six MVPs? Michael Jordan. I think. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's it. That's all you can compare it to. Him and Bill Russell, maybe. Yeah. But that's it. Right. That's so, it. yeah, the average of double doubles. I mean, yeah, Kareem, it's best number 30. And that sky hook, like you said, oh my God. I used right? to, like, oh my God. I can remember complaining. Somebody stop that. Wait, you think <laughs> it's a simple shot, shot, right? And then, and then he taught magic it. Like, yeah. come on, bro. That's yeah, not how right. How are you going to do that? Don't, don't be sharing. That's not right. Great list, though. Hey, I, that's, I think that might be a first for us. That we that got is all a first. That is right? a first. That, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. And you thought I was going to have Patrick Waz number one. I just said higher than fourth. I really thought you'd have. You, usually, your hockey guys are in the top three at least. I, I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't. I couldn't put them ahead of those three. Actually, Larry too. Larry at three. That one was a tough one. That, that one, one hurt. hurt. That, that hurt. Hurt. I really thought we were going to go with Bird. And it, the, the the site we got it from, they actually had Larry Bird as number one. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, you know, like this is going to be clear cut, no yeah, doubt. No, and then no. as we did, I was doing the numbers. But 
Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's move on to the NBA and uh, the gentleman on the screen any minute here um, is definitely going through some <laughs> stuff in Philadelphia. So the 76ers and Ben Simmons are just uh, at odds right now. Uh, ben Simmons refuses to go back to the team. So the team today uh, decided to withhold eight point two five million dollars of his salary. They put in an escrow account. And basically what they're going to do is for all the fines, they're just going to continue to take money out of that. So it's forcing him to have to pay these fines and lose that money. Um, what do we think is going to happen here with the Ben Simmons situation? I don't think he's going to play for them ever again. Yeah. I, I can't There's no way, right? Soon as you start taking away the salary, he look, this it's the NBA. They are different than NFL players. Yeah, they might squabble, you know, and and then the player eventually caves in. NBA players are kind of like the MLB players. You know, they want every penny of their money. <laughs> every penny. And and that's an testament to the the um the players, uh, the union. The union. Thank you. I couldn't think of it. Um, because the NBA and the MLB have the best unions, and they're more recognizable than the other yeah. unions for the other yeah. sports. Oh, Brennan, thanks for joining. Yeah, we just talked about the Mariners. Um, but our thoughts on the Mariners would be that uh, they're in. They're in it. There's a very good shot uh, that this could be a four-way tie, if not they're playing overall. the Angels. If they sweep, they're in. Yeah. Simple. We expect Boston to probably sweep as well. If Boston doesn't sweep, though, that Boston's going to be key. Toronto, I, I don't know. They just haven't been playing good baseball. So I think the Mariners get in. I, I It's a surprise. It's a shock. But it'd be, I think yeah. they have a legitimate shot. All right, my I'd friend. Like to, I'd actually like to see that. But I'd like to see a Boston Red Sox and New York Yankees playing because that would be the ultimate. It would be fun. It would be fun. So once again, if you're joining us, we're live in Rhode Island Broadcasting. We're on every Friday night at 6 p.m. Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Join us on Twitch on Rhode Island underscore broadcasting. Subscribe. We give away gifts. Ron's got some cool keychains. So yep, anytime NFL keychains. Um, follow us on at Sports Unfolded on Facebook and Twitter, at Broadcasting RI on Twitter. Sports underscore unfolded on Instagram. And now we are on Amazon for podcasts along with Anchor, Google, and Spotify. So a lot of different ways to either watch or listen uh, listen to us. So appreciate all the support. Appreciate all the live viewers out there tonight. So it's face-off time, my friend. Face-off? Face-off. And guess what? We're going to discuss the New England Patriots Sunday night game and who needs this win more, Tom Brady or Bill Belichick? So one of us has to be Team Tom. One of us has to be Team Belichick. Um, since I'm first, I get to pick. Hey, we, we, so maybe somebody else will tell us. Brennan, so who, Angelo, RTS. Jackie, Ange, uh, Angelo, if you're still there. Yep, you said Angelo. Let's, uh, anybody want Team Brady, Team Belichick? Who should be for what? Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? Fry? I think no. Twitch deals with a, a lag, don't they? I don't know. 
They may. They may. All right. So I'll 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 take uh who needs to win more Belichick. I got Belichick, you got Brady. Or do you want okay. to throw No, nah, it's okay. Home? I got Brady. I'll take Brady. Anyway. I think right. I had Belichick when we did the you know the most important yeah, to the to the organization. And all I right. won that so, one, by the way. Yeah, you keep thinking you won all these. All right. So let's look at it this way. Oh, wait, yeah. wait. What was oh. your question? Angelo, we want to know who is going to argue for Tom Brady or Bill Belichick on who needs this win more. Let's see. It could change the, change could the whole change. argument. Could. Come on, Angelo. We need an answer. We need an answer. Is it me for Brady or Eric for Brady? <laughs> we never get the pointing right, right? There we go. See, look. Yeah. 100% Bill. Uh, he's just answering the question. Yeah, yeah. No, don't answer the question. You got to make <laughs> us argue over it. <laughs> Who's going to be for Bill, me or Eric? Who do you want to argue your point, Angelo? Eric for Brady. Oh, all right. And it did switch. So, oh, man. So he won. <laughs> Damn it. So he's he's fooled by the fact that he thinks you win all these. So there we go. All right. So I'm for Brady needs this win more. All right. So I'm going. Tom Brady has lived in Belichick's shadow. Everybody said Belichick. It's Belichick. It's Belichick. Tom Brady wants to win this game more than any other game. He can say Super Bowls. But this would solidify the fact that he was the most important thing to those Patriots dynasties. If he loses to Bill Belichick, it puts a little damper in his aura of Tom Brady being the greatest quarterback of all time. Because the one thing he wouldn't be able to do is beat the one guy that taught him everything. He needs to win this game. Tom Brady clearly has to win this game if he wants to be considered the GOAT. I'm good. Are you done? I'll argue some more if I have. Oh to. my God, that's terrible. That's terrible. Terrible. Why? Go ahead. Let me hear why. Okay. First of all, everybody already knows that Tom Brady is the goat because he just won a Super Bowl without Bill Belichick. So he's already done it. Has Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick has to win this game just to put him back in the graces of being that guy. At number one for a coach, because right now everybody's saying, "Oh, well, Tom Brady didn't need Bill to win a Super Bowl." Okay, now he's got to try to not only rectify the the fact that he can beat Brady, he has to try to get this team back into contention. Because if they lose this game, they're out of it. So you've already completely. Said Tampa Bay is a much better team. Expectation from doesn't matter. It doesn't world. matter. It's Belichick it's has to win this game. He has to win. It isn't even a question. He has to win this game because then if he doesn't, he's going to start hearing it from Kraft. And then at the end of the year, Tom Brady, listen, Tom Brady's not going to face Bill Belichick again, probably in his career. If he well, loses, if Bill Bob Belichick Bill. needs to hope that he does, so because he needs to get back to the Super Bowl. Bill Belichick still have time to win. No, he doesn't. Of course not he does. Not if he loses this game and doesn't make the playoffs. They, he's done. He's done. Bill done. Belichick will be around for another couple of years. Tom no, Brady 
we'll have to live with this. Tom Brady will not be able to live down the fact that he couldn't beat Bill Belichick. And if if Tom Brady lasts another three to four years, that's going to be the one knock that he couldn't beat the one guy that everybody said he was the reason why he won. Yeah, but he won a Super Bowl without him. So that puts that that point to bed. Why is this such a big game? Belichick Belichick needs this win. Okay. If he if they go one and three, then it becomes one and four, one and five, one and six. It'll snowball. It'll snowball. I don't know about that. So he has to win this game or it's over. The season is over. And then on top of that, you'll have Kraft coming down to him at the end of the season. Well, (coughs) well, you lost to Tom. You wanted him out so bad, but (coughs) now he came back to haunt you. That's where the Tom wanted out. Mm-mm. Tom wanted out. Mm-mm. Tom wanted out. Yes, he did. No, Bill pushed Tom, him out. Bill Tom, pushed him out. Tom don't even go there. Own. Tom wanted his reign. He was never going to get it. Never no, going to get it. Don't even go there. You know We've already well. said he's the coach, GM in Tampa Bay. That he wasn't going to happen in New England. He wanted out because he wasn't going to be able to make any decisions in New England. Bill wanted him out because he wanted to win without him. Brady needs this one. You push and him out. How do you offer Tom Brady only fourteen million a year? I mean, come on, really? He's that's, playing for that's, six million. That's an now. insult. That's an He's playing insult. For six. He took a he took a pay cut to <laughs> keep all these guys together. Yeah, he took a pay cut it. just for spite. This one, this is the pay cut for spite. All right, let's uh, let's move on to our predictions. <laughs> I clearly won that. You clearly didn't. Oh God! Ten, October first. So won tonight. That argument? Rays at Yankees. He already said it was Bell, so it don't matter. Rays at Yankees. Three games set. Who do you got? Rays at Yankees? Yeah. Rays, two games to one. I'm going Yanks. I know you're hoping. You're hoping. They need need this one. You're hoping. Bucks at Patriots. That's uh, 10-3 Sunday, 8 p.m. Sunday night game. You already know my thoughts. In case anybody did. You're going Bucks. I'm not going with anybody, but you already know. You can't You can't do that. You can't go. You I can do it. that. Prediction. It's called predictions, not leave it up in the air. Okay, I'll say the Pats because I never go against them. Oh, that's what I was going to pick. <laughs> We're the same. I'm not going against them. I can't. Cardinals at Rams. Rams. Oof. I am go- I'm gonna go Cardinals. You do that. You'll be sorry. I'm going Cardinals. Oh, by the way, you won one nothing last week. The one pilot. That's, that's a couple you don't of weeks. Care about and those are the only things carrying you right now. Yeah, it's okay. All right. What about on Monday night? Raiders at Chargers. Chargers. Going Raiders. Yeah, you do that. Going Raiders, buddy. Let's mm-hmm. see what we got. Uh Saturday, the couple college games. Number eight. Arkansas at number two, Georgia. Ah, uh, Georgia all the way. Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. What about number twelve, Ole Miss? Lane Kiffin going back to face uh, his former coach, Nick Saban. Number one, Alabama. Alabama. These are easy. These are easy. You get the number one and number two teams. With three viewers. You get the number one and number two teams in college playing at home. They are not losing those games. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Turd Mr. <laughs> for the raid. All right, my friend. So next week we've got uh obviously playoff baseball. I'll be in full swing. Thanks for that raid. Thanks for that raid. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. 
Third mistress, you're awesome. Uh, we're going to also have some more NFL breakdowns. Obviously, uh, we'll be discussing the Pats post game on Sunday night after the game. So join us for that. Uh, so probably looking at like 11, 1130. Um, don't forget to watch the wrestling den every Thursday night, 7 p.m. Uh, 7 p.m. on Thursdays. Rick and those guys doing a great job over there uh, discussing wrestling. And then October 11th. I know you're excited. I am. Yeah, you're you're hosting that bad boy because I am not trying nah, to pronounce it. He'll be name. fine. He'll be fine. We're at the hockey preview show, and then the 18th we'll have our NBA preview show, and we should be be uh, joined by Kenny on those. So that is going to be okay. Look, if you missed, if you missed the NFL preview show, first of all, go back and watch it because it was a great show. Now, Kenny had a few. A few, a few questionable picks. Quit like wacky, <laughs> wacky picks. Buffalo and last. Yeah, Buffalo and last. I cannot wait to see him deal with hockey. That's all I can yeah. say. That's all I can it's say. It's gonna be fun. So once again, if uh, you're joining us, how we finish our show off, we always have a final thought, and our final thought could be about anything. It doesn't necessarily have to be sports related. But um, my final thought is about the National Women's Soccer League. They're not going to play any games this weekend. Uh, they fired the North Carolina Courage coach, Paul Riley, after alleged uh, decades of misconduct, uh, so some sexual issues, things of that nature. We already know that women don't get paid as much as men in sports. Um, this has become a, a serious issue with, with the way they're treated overall, right? We should all be equal in one aspect or another. And the fact that this coach felt like for the last 10 years, he could basically belittle these women who are trying to just do a job and, and have a career. It's a shame. And I, I commend them for at least, you know, deciding to stop playing this weekend to figure it out internally as an organization to say, how can we make sure this doesn't happen in the future? So the national women's soccer league, great job at what you're doing to, to at least try to rectify this situation. So it doesn't happen again. Goofy Gaming, thanks for joining. Ron, your final thought. Uh, very well very said, well Eric. Eric. And let me tell you, if you take all the United States women soccer players and they play against all the men soccer, the, let me tell you, the women would kick their ass. Let me yeah. tell you, they would kick their ass. It wouldn't even be close. So very well said. And look, my final thought is very, very similar to what you're saying, but it's all about R. Kelly gets that, that, what was it? A hundred years sentence yeah, for, for everything he's done. And I thought it was quite funny that Bill Cosby came out saying he got railroaded. Okay. No railroad here. Like he didn't even hide the fact that he was doing what he was doing when he's uploading the videos of it. Like, really? Like, R. Kelly is a pig, and he should not be allowed anywhere near anybody anymore. <laughs> so let him rot in jail. I wish Epstein could have rotted in jail, too. But you know what? If he does goes the Epstein way, I'm fine with that, too, because that's just two less scumbags off the earth. How do you really feel, though? 
<laughs> oh my god, I could go look. Hey, we talked about it last night, uh Wednesday. No, last night on um on Pop Ascension, oh, me and Michelle talked about yeah. that. And I could talk about that for, for a long time because I have a lot to say. A yeah, lot to say. You know what? Um respected his him as a magician, but what he did as a person, um, obviously we would never condone it. Eric, the the appalling thing is even knowing all these allegations and going to court and, you know, people still worked with him. People yeah, like Justin Bieber. Money talks. People like Jay-Z. Yeah, money and talks. if that's not enough, Lady Gaga worked with him knowing this. And like that, that, to me, that's a slap in the face to all her little monsters. Yeah. Money talks, my friend. Yep. Money yep. talks, unfortunately. Um, once again, we're live Rhode Island broadcasting every Friday at 6 p.m. Join us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Follow us on Twitch. Subscribe. Rhode Island underscore broadcasting. Send some bits. Turd Mistress, you've been great. Goofy Gaming, thanks for joining tonight. Uh, Angelo, thanks for joining tonight. All our love from the uh, Twitch groups. We appreciate it. Follow us on at Sports Unfolded on Facebook and Twitter. At Broadcasting RI on Twitter. Sports underscore unfolded on Instagram and podcasts now on Amazon as well. So Amazon, Anchor, Google, and Spotify. So four different ways to listen to it if you don't have time to watch. Ron, been a pleasure. Number 33 in the books, man. It I'm is. Excited. It is. So Sunday night, we'll be discussing this uh, Patriots post game. Yeah, it'll Hopefully be a late show. All right, my friend. Everybody out there, thanks for joining. Thank Ron, you, everybody. Always appreciate it. Everybody have a great night. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks for coming. Oh, I got to end it, right?